0: Visit successinohio.com today. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, I've got my brother Travis with me, and this is our sidetrack episode for our Mercury program uh, episode that we we covered their uh, debut album, A Data Learned the Language, last week. And uh, today we're going to cover a side project from their drummer, Dave Leblow. Um He also goes by the name Textual. Uh, Travis, have you heard of anything by Textual? Textual?
1: Yeah. Is, is it like, like a texture? As in like texture, yeah, textual. Uh, no, I don't believe so. I had neither, dude.
0: Um, and you heard a little bit of it in our our intro clip there it's just this feel good electronic music by by mercury programs drummer it's kind of got like a chiptune vibe in some sense like in like the more rudimentary sounding electronic yeah uh, effects you know like very it's very computerized like
1: yeah i love that stuff man yeah, it's uh yeah, it's kind of hypnagogic almost because it sounds like old video games, you know, soundtracks sometimes and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So again, last week we covered the Mercury program. Uh they're this four piece instrumental band. There's there's just something about their sound and that it's it I think we quoted someone from um pitchfork that was saying that you forget that you're listening to humans. Making music with their instruments, you know, um, and that goes along with that chip tunes, like hypnagogic type of electronic music. You know, it's obviously you know electronic music that you're listening to, but that's what you like about it, you know.
1: Yeah, like it sounds like a, it could be a like if a computer decided to make music, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because that's that is what that music used to be. Is like. This is what a this is what um, music I can create with a computer. You know, like early uh, video games and stuff. That is the sounds that a computer would produce. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Like it was it's using. Just, you've, it was, got a,
0: you've got a human being that's controlling. Yeah,
1: we were we were using the computer as a musical instrument. Yeah, you know. Yeah, which is
0: badass. Dave LeBlanc also has a side gig as um a manipulator of modular synthesizers. Uh, he has his own um company called DLB Electronics. Uh, and he what he does is he, he sells electronic instruments from um from he, he what he does is ...manipulates circuit boards in old uh, electronic devices. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, There's a technique called circuit bending... uh, ...that he got really into... ...and that's what kind of got him into the whole electronic genre. Uh, So according to Wikipedia... ...circuit bending is the creative chance-based customization... ...of the circuits within electronic devices... Such as low-voltage battery-powered guitar effect pedals, uh, children's toys and other digital synthesizers uh, to create new musical or visual instruments and sound generators.
1: Yeah, that makes total sense. You would have to kind of get into that kind of stuff if you wanted to manipulate you know sound the way that he's doing it, you know.
0: Yeah, or yeah at least, it's, it's cool. Um,
1: yeah, it's the same kind of thing you know?
0: Yeah. So the one, uh, so if you go to the website, um, his website, dlbelectronics.com, um, you click on instruments. It's a really cool thing um, that he's got under uh, circuit bending. You click on that and he's got this, um, it's like this little handheld electronic device. Uh, it, I'm. Let's see. Let me see if I can find a little bit more about it. Uh, this was a, uh electronic toy by Texas Instruments, T.I. Interesting. It came out in 1980. Uh, it's this thing called Speak Math. I'm sure if we were a little bit older, we would know exactly what this is, dude. But it's basically like a device that teaches you about math through, like, I don't know, uh, word problems and stuff like that. Um, and so he's taken it busted it apart and like tweaked the the circuit board to make it to turn it into like a modulated instrument you know where you can manipulate the tones that come out of it
1: yeah that's awesome dude
0: and then he also sells uh he also sells like circ you know just uh, switchboards and stuff for uh synthesized kind of music you know so anyways um so the thing about dave leblow And what he's been doing on his own, like aside from the Mercury program, Um, you've got this album, which is beat heavy. You know, it's it's all just computer computerized, like synthesized music. Um, And it's very um, happy, you know, and and it makes you feel good. Um, But the rest of his uh, music that he does under textual, it's very ambient. There's um, like most of it doesn't have any drum beat at all. So this is an album of his called Hindsight Sunglasses. And it came out in 2004. Um, this is his first full length album, but he has been kind of doing his own thing since um, as far back as 2000. So like even before the Mercury program's first album, um, Dave LeBleau has been just kind of tweaking, you know, playing around on on his keyboard and stuff. So our official sidetrack is going to be track two on this album from Textual's Hindsight Sunglasses. This song is called Cracked Hall's Menthol in My Pocket.
1: Yeah, I liked it a lot. I think it it got a little like a little too like disjointed at the end there. I feel like like he had a lot of going on with like the yeah. multiple drum it tracks. It definitely that- has
0: like it feels like two distinct pieces. Um, you know, from an artist that's just kind of start just starting out. You know, having these song ideas. You know, just kind of working through them. And just piecing them together to to just finally have a full length album to release
1: yeah i mean i I like the overall like idea of it, you know, and I really like the beginning of it i, right, I yeah dude, I just, I,
0: that's that was that was what drew me to this song uh, out of all the other songs on this album is that build the build up you know, um and if you give it a solid listen, uh you'll notice little textures that he throws in. Um, during the build up, it kind of reminded me of that feeling that you get when you listen to an animal collective song. Uh, I remember I mentioned it in in our animal collective episode where like you've got these like bubbly babbling brook type sounds like that really organic like, yeah it kind of, it has some of those moments at the beginning. I love that kind of stuff, and there's a lot of that in this album. Um but again, if you listen to most of his other um albums, it's much more ambient. It's all really pretty like it's not um it you know it's not ambient music that's hard to listen to like like some of it is you know it's it's all really pretty tones um and textures, but this is the only album of his that has these really cool electronic beats uh in it which I really like.
1: Yeah, it's it's good stuff, man. I've got like I've got a playlist that's like 14 hours long that has just music like that, you know. Yeah. Different variations of that type of 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 sound. I I've always had um had a hard time figuring out what to call that type of sound, you know?
0: Yeah, cuz chiptunes it's it's not chiptunes. It's not chiptunes. You know? tunes. Chip chiptunes is its
1: own thing. Although I would put chiptunes like I've got what chip chiptunes, chiptunes. I've got chiptunes on that playlist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because to me, it all kind of fits in the same um, type of mu- musical style. I mean, I think it's interesting that- I wonder that-
0: if, that, if that style of music and like our love for it, I wonder if that's unique to our generation, you know?
1: Probably going back to the first generation that really sat down and played video games. Yeah, probably. Because I yeah. mean, think about it. For the most part, that music- that that sound is is tied in with video games because that's that's probably the first time that 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 computers were used to make to make music. You know, was for video yeah. games,
0: dude. And and we're the first generation to be able to take those uh, songs from the games of our childhood. And manipulate the sounds from it and make music out of it. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I love the fact that uh, that we have such an our generation has such an affinity for that sound, like that it has become its own musical genre because we're so yeah. fascinated with that that sound, that feeling um, that we get from that type of music, that nostalgia that we get.
0: We were yeah. the first generation that's able to do that, you know? Yeah, I mean, to like, me, it, it really, to really is. really embrace our past, like, musically, and to and create our own music out of that nostalgia.
1: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely tied to nostalgia for me. That's why I love that type of music, because it just reminds me of uh, when I was a kid. I mean, really. Yeah. Dude, I think we need to do, if not a full-length episode, maybe a sidetrack on the music of disasterpiece
0: Yeah, dude, absolutely. He's done I mean you might be more familiar with him uh than me.
1: I mean, not um, you know, now he's done movie soundtracks. He he did the soundtrack for uh this sort of kind of cult indie horror movie called It Follows. And yes. man, this the, say what you will about the movie, the score is great, man. He he does an awesome job because What's funny is it's that type of sound, but, uh, you know, with a, uh, like a horror, like through the lens of like a horror film, horror, like a classical, not classical, but a classic horror film, right?
0: It's great, dude. Yeah. It's I, awesome. Yeah. I did, dude, I hated the movie, but I loved this. I thought the movie and was
1: it, interesting. I liked yeah. the, I liked its take on like the, you're being stalked by a killer, um, trope right
0: I wasn't a fan of the acting dude
1: well that's fine but
0: But in the same vein like the the soundtrack for stranger things man
1: oh sure exactly it's the same it's the same deal right absolutely
0: all right so um that's it man that's that's our soundtrack for this week um so I checked out what other side projects members of the mercury program have done um and Dave LeBleau's piqued my interest more than anyone else's.
1: So um, uh let me ask you this. That is that's music from his first album, right? Does it get um can you can you hear a definite like evolution in in his approach? Like does it get uh more honed and polished, you know? So like I mentioned before
0: So this one came out in 2004. If you hop on Spotify, it has uh, another album before this one that's just called Early Works, um, and it's got music that goes as far back as 2000. Um, And when you when you listen to that album, there's a few um, songs that have him playing his drum set. You know, like it's just him recorded playing drums, and there's some xylophone in there it sounds like mercury program but it's just him um you know and then you've got this album hindsight sunglasses where it's his first full length album on his own and yeah it's you know it's 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 the electronic drum beats you know it's this fully synthesized electronic album but then from that from then on all of his music from from what i heard is all extremely ambient you know like no drum beat nothing it's just it's tones and textures and that's it so that's how he's evolved over time uh you know when he's stepping out doing his own thing it's just it's more about like the mood anyways uh so that's our sidetrack today uh for the outro song travis i'm gonna play a little robot science
1: let's do it man
0: yeah dude uh, so this is, uh, again, an artist that we fell in love with back in our dust days. Uh, his name is Charlie Yin. Uh, he, used to, he used to go by Robot Science. Now he is under the name Jera Faj. He's an electronic musician uh, out of California. And uh, I'm going to play one of his songs uh from, from the early days. It's an album called Square that came out in two thousand ten. Um and that's gonna do it for us today. Uh next week we're covering Radiohead's Hail to the Thief. It's about fucking time, dude.
1: Yeah, we actually I mean it took us a lot longer to get around to it uh because of uh uh scheduling I, yeah. conflicts and whatnot between the two of us but um uh, yeah, yeah. It, it feels nice to get to, to to get back to Radiohead finally dude I'm pumped. Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: I can't wait, dude. All right. So, uh, again, this is a song by Robot Science. It is called Teacups. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. My name is Quentin.
1: And my name is Travis.